Hello strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 23 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we roll dice, murder evil, and get that sweet, sweet loot. We are one episode away from our season finale, and I sincerely hope you've enjoyed the ride so far. If you like us, tell a friend. If you're single, mention us on your dating profile as a guaranteed conversation starter. Now, let's tell some stories. Demons let loose in the underdog. Victor's going nuts, it's just a start. All he wants are biscuits and sunshine. Now damn, these plant girls looking fine. Matilda seeks power beyond imagination. That is love thinks he's on vacation. Tyrius, the weapon of a god. Slicing evil without a second thought. Damn, Luton and Dagger getting deep. All dark, no light, makes a DM sleep happily. When last we left our heroes, the battle for Blindenstone was bloody fought and ultimately won. Now, all that's left to do is tend to the wounded and plan their ascent to the surface. What will happen next? Find out now. Adventure. Welcome to the season finale session for season two. Didn't we? Didn't oh, we just ready? do that? Didn't we already win the day? Didn't no. Battle of Blingdenstone. It was a big well, climactic I, thing. I, it was. We it won. Was pretty, we're heroes. And I mean, but it was pretty climactic. Probably <laughs> some uh, loose ends to say. Yeah, well, like, well, it's still a matter of the demon lords. No, no one cares about them. <laughs> well, I mean, we should. Just gonna go out and have a nice sandwich. Uh, in the sunlight. That's all <laughs> you know, until the demon lords like rise up and kill everyone. All the more reason to enjoy that sandwich. Like, get it while you can, because yeah. the whole world is gonna die. Exactly. Oh. Everybody roll I mean, for sandwich. It's fine. You know. All right. Oh, no sandwich for Vlad's love. Nineteen. I got a sandwich. Uh, yeah. All right. Wait, can I add my proficiency bonus to the sandwich? No. Okay. So, uh, I'm rolling my straight straight die roll. I'm rolling my tabletop loot teary uh, die for the six. very first time. I'm okay. gonna shout out to those guys because they are amazing. Okay. You got a six. Yeah. And then eleven. Got, so that's, you got a hot dog. That's yeah. all right. Yeah, it's, 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 really it's only arguably a sandwich, and then <laughs> with a three, I think I got half a piece of bread. Oh no. Yeah. You got one of those British bread sandwiches. Oh. I don't know. What's an eleven? I think eleven would be like bologna. uh bologna. You got a wrap. Oh, a wrap. Like a ham yeah. And cheese. Yeah, I got wrap. like a ham and cheese wrap. You get a ham and cheese. Stand wrap. Yeah. Maybe a panini. Yeah. I I got a no. 19. No, panini's more like a 15 like a, at least. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's no. like a We have strong like a, feelings about paninis around here. <laughs> all right. I got a, I got a hell of a sandwich. Yeah. Not the best sandwich ever, but it was up there. Fucking good. It's it's still memorable. Well, like a like a good Cuban. Yeah. Yeah, a good Cuban, like from a legit Cuban place. You want to roll a 19? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a legit Cuban. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After the Battle of uh, Blaine and Stone, I believe a lot of cleanup had to be done. There's some uh, people kind of... Mm -hmm. uh, we went around healing everybody. Yeah, went around healing everybody. Mm -hmm. Did um, we stay down? I have this like vague memory of Victor collapsing on grass. <laughs> Or that was back when we were still underground, but there was grass, right? Right. 
That sounds like we've had me. we've had no sunlight yet, right? No, Mm-mm. no, no sunlight. I might actually <laughs> no. be thinking of real atoms. <laughs> I, may have, yeah, I do. The love last thing that happened was Matilda took. Uh, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Sarah. Um, Sarah, out to the ruins. Oh, to that's go, uh, right. That's right. Just you guys to kind of go look around. Healing folks, and then we decided to go poke around some ruins because I want to see if there's any loots. That's right. Now it's going to be forever Yeah, a lot of people were hurt. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of people hurt. It was a it big was battle. A, it was Lovely. a big battle, and uh, a few people obviously died. But it wasn't going to be as bad as if you guys had never shown up, because they probably wouldn't even have won that whole thing. How many people? We're going to say in the neighborhood of twenty, okay. twenty to twenty-five, which is actually really low considering a, a this was a big military campaign. Mm-hmm. You guys took out the Nightmare King before he can organize his forces to... Well, here's what I'm going to uh, go ahead and say, because uh, after all of that uh, big battle, we did level up. Mm-hmm. So during all of the massive healing spree, I have uh, just one patient after another after another, just little spurts of healing, make sure everybody, nobody, none of the critically wounded die, mm-hmm. and they can live later to be patched up further. With all of that... Um, intense focus on my healing ability I crossed another level into a new plateau of healing abilities and now instead of just healing the sick and injured or uh, managed to snatch the recently dead back from the back from the jaws of their fate I can now return the dead back to life and uh, I can only do it once a day (laughs) and I can only do it if they've been dead less than 10 days so I can save about half of the people (laughs) don't know uh, how they want to deal with that. Yeah, how's that decision going to go? Basically, whoever's put in front of me, and I'm not asking questions. <laughs> it's unlikely we will be here for a full ten days, but uh, I'm starting where I can. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is what I'm going to be doing. Thierry would have helped with all of the he- healing as, as much as possible, although um, with a similar effect, she would have spent a lot of time in prayer and meditation to Pelor, and she has a similar conundrum where she has increased abilities but uh they would have had to have been dead for less than a minute so <laughs> not a not a lot of raising of the dead uh in this particular instance yet i hope make the, the the deaths you know the ones that they can't save a little bit more palatable and just butterflies on the corpses it's nice so it's not completely dreary you know <laughs> Yeah, there's a few gnomes who wonder if this is perhaps uh, the way you mourn the dead in your homeland. And so they're just kind of nodding culturally, like sure, understanding. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite make them feel better, but it works. I'll clean the blood off the corpses. Oh, Tyrion, you trained in medicine? Uh, no. No, okay. So you're, you're offering excellent moral support, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I'm not... Okay, fair no. enough. You're a, you're a, very you're a fashion-up warrior of goodness, you know. He... Heal him up, nursemaid. Nope. That's cool. I imagine she kind of like <laughs> tried to help you and very awkwardly started dropping bandages and shit. And you're just like, thank you. Don't help me. Oh, that is ever so considerate. <laughs> Trapped a scalpel in a body cavity. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I'm going to be doing until something stops me. So gallivanting through the ruins. Matilda, what are you doing? You're, you're still, uh, you're going to be ruin hunting at this point? Yes. With, uh, with Sarah, mm-hmm. just uh, hunting all kinds of... Yes. Would, would you would you like me to roll an investigation check? Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen's really good. While within the ruins, 
you come across something odd. This looks like an altar that wasn't here with the ruins. Sketched around the altar, draconic, or, or not draconic, um, abyss, abyssal? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you read abyss, abyssal? No. But I do have comprehend languages as a first level spell. So. Okay, you're gonna go ahead and cast that? Oh yeah. All right. All around this uh, altar, Mm-hmm. And on the altar, by the way, the rotted remains of what looks to be a gnome. All right. And How the, rotted are we talking? Uh, with, with your investigation, I'm going to lump that in, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're looking around months old. Okay. So I'm not sure what happened. Super ha- like, gross. No, actually, I've never watched a body rot, so I'm not sure where a oh, body's James at James a couple now. months. I know. So uh, I would imagine, though, there there's... Are videos. Yeah, okay. University of Tennessee will help you out with that. All right, cool. It's really cool. I'm going to go on a limb and just imagine that it's, there's still some flesh, but for the most part, it's it's uh, worms and and insects and all kinds of yeah, there's, crawly things well, going there's in. There's a flies. good bit of decomp after three months. Well, yeah. this is deep down underground, so there's probably not going to be a lot of worms. Is there more topsoil? And, mm. uh, it's very cool and dry down Anyway, that's not the important part. <laughs> Let's get back to the plot. Yeah, this is a group effort on describing this, by the way. It doesn't have to be from my head. Oh, yeah, a lot of, lot of mold. Okay. A lot of mold? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Underground flies are definitely buzzing around and, okay. and insects yeah. and things like that picking at Yeah, and this is on the altar the deep flies. where? Like this where is the within the ruins. And this is, a, we're going to say that this is maybe the like a the northwestern kind of quadrant of the big hall that you guys were facing off in this battle with. okay a lot of this land right now is kind of is really unexplored because everyone else's attention is on bringing back the injured yeah and yeah. making sure all the jellies have are going away dying right. all the, all that stuff nobody's looking to the you know preservation of the historic not yet no <laughs> not an immediate priority no yeah well you guys so at this point, uh, yeah, you see a gnome that is on its altar, and all kinds of things are, are you know, his body is decomposing. And around the altar and these slabs, it seems like these slabs were brought here, and these slabs hold some kind of ritual, um, it's like ritual instructions. Like and, stone slabs? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And it looked like you need a very specific... Um, ritual parts, ritual things for this ritual for it to actually undertake. Uh, but this this looks every bit like to become the champion of of some kind of like some kind of demon lord. Oh. Oh, did this little dude do it to himself? Oh yeah, that's you're looking around, you're seeing like there's notes inscribed, like pieces of paper fluttering about. Mm. And it looked like it started with a few jellies that were able to to help him out. But uh, you, you also see a journal here, and, and parts of this journal are kind of just madman, just written in madman speak. Okay. And this was the Nightmare Gnome, just scribbling all kinds of, he's going to become king of the Underdark. All right, and, I'm going to take the journal. Yeah, and, but in order to uh, be his full potential, he would have to go through this ritual. And he had a, uh, looks like he had forced a couple of, uh, and you see around the, the altar, there's also some, um, dead gnomes that were look like they were like slave gnomes, mm. essentially. And their bodies are also equally rotten. Rotten, but they're more like sunken in, like something sucked out their their life essence and more energy. mummified than mm-hmm. are around. Yeah, uh, I would say six. Okay, so not th- just in case the the mad power hungry wizard that knows how to now become a demon champion 
And I was hoping that she didn't need three sacrifices. Because <laughs> there were three of us. Yeah, but there are plenty of gnomes around, so don't get too excited. Though. Plus Eldith, Darendale, and Sarath. Shit. It's part of the ingredients for this were horrific. Um, you needed things like the heart of a child. Hmm. That's not a metaphor. No, not a metaphor at all. You needed um, eyes of an elder. You Ew. needed um, various little limbs that would piece together for the totality of the body to unite with the chaos of the demon lord. But one such component is still there. Everything else looks burned up, by the way. Like there was this, uh, there's like this offering, like almost like this cauldron of some sort that mm -hmm. everything was put in. And there's still some murky awfulness that's in this uh, cauldron. Plop up to the top, looks like a ring. And this would have to be a ring of immense power in order to uh, fuel parts of this ritual. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fish out that ring. Perhaps not with my bare hand, though. Just mage hand that, I think. Okay. You mage hand the ring, and it comes to you. Okay. It is now in your hand. Yeah. I'm going to grab a little cloth and wipe it down a bit. Um, mm -hmm. I would like to examine the ring. It's inscribed. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead and uh, roll me something so you wait, can actually wait. get what it might actually do. But there is an inscription on it you can clearly read. Okay. Ooh, I rolled poorly. But if I'm checking uh, Arcana or History or Investigation, add nine to that. So. Nine to what? Nine to the two. Ah. Nine to the two. This ring is extremely, it like hums with arcane energy while okay. it's in your hand. All right. The inscription reads, JJ's lucky ring. Hmm. That's the thing. Now what it actually does, you don't quite know yet. Okay. That's all right. I'll check it out later. JJ's lucky ring. So this was in the murky cauldron. Is there anything on any of the corpses of use? No, none of the corpses have, it looks like they're all rags. Like these were, if you had to guess, almost like mage garbs. Yeah. And mm. they didn't really have anything of value on them. Yeah, just robes. Mm-hmm. Not even a belt buckle. All right, well, that's good. Uh, yeah, come on, Zareth. Let's continue to, um, poke around and see if we can find anything else. Alright. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, anybody else do anything of importance? Because at a certain point, uh, we're gonna call Uncle, and everybody's gonna magically be at the hotel with everything they've found and everything they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks just Bob hoping around the town. No, and at this point, you're really charismatic. You're starting to lift everyone's spirits. Not that everyone's sad, because there was a victory, and it could have gone so much worse. So much worse. And to only lose, you know, a few dozen is much better than losing 500, or your whole city, or your whole, the, the totality of your of your civilization. Yeah, so hundreds. hundreds of jellies, and you guys were able to help them clear that out. So... And each one of you has gotten a, you know, you got the word that at a certain point, whenever you're ready to leave, um, you can talk to Dorbo and Cinny at your leisure. No one's gonna ask you to leave just yet because they're being so freaking helpful. They're not gonna ask us to go, but if we're ready to dip, 
they the way is clear the way is going to be clear so we can go right back to the hotel maybe okay. the hotel lobby you guys are all at the final your final breakfast there if you'd like whatever mm-hmm. you'd like to do so if nothing bothers us in a week and a half then that's what i'm good until i can physically no longer resurrect any of these dead gnomes okay and, is that and if it takes it takes a week and a half for you to like clear everybody up or is that just that's well i can i can only resurrect one gnome a day and i can only do that if they're less than if they're 10 or less days old dead so once so it's been 10 days i can't raise no any more. more of the people who died at the battle of blingdenstone okay yeah. so you have 10 that you can heal yep. yeah so yeah, for 10 you. days victor's <clears throat> gonna be healing dead <clears throat> folks Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I assume there's some sort of hospital or medical center. Yeah, they so. they definitely have a they they've uh, they've taken one of the temples mm-hmm. of their god and they've made it into a hospital and there are leftover hospitals after that because there's a lot of people who need tending like mm-hmm. burn wounds and acid wounds sure. and stuff like that. So that's uh, where I will be for the next ten days. I won't be going back to the hotel. Let's time skip. Um, about ten. Days? ten Ten days sounds good to me. I expect um, I would have found some more loot within ten days, but maybe nothing of extreme value, just stuff uh, to take to the local museum or whatever. Make me one more just investigation roll for general loots. <laughs> you need my dice, Jill. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, uh, here's what you find. You find about a hundred gold worth of um, art. Cool. Like intact art. Yeah. And uh, this art is of uh, historical significance, but it's not necessarily valuable. Right. Uh, but it does have some gnomish, un- deep gnome historical uh, relevance. All right. Don't you have the identify spell? I think so. Probably. I do, yeah. Yeah, so you could have cast that on the ring I like could've. days ago. I'll do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered I could do this. Yeah. You know, now that I've uh, sat down and done my good deeds and given stuff to local historical societies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to identify JJ's lucky ring. Tell me about it. It is a ring of flight. Okay. What's a ring of flight do? You can cast it once a day. Sorry, modifying it. Guy, I don't even think there is a ring of flight in the DM's guy. But, uh, I'm giving it. I'm giving it these stats. So it's uh, once a day. Mm-hmm. You cast flight, and it lasts until your concentration. You have to use concentration to use it. Okay. And it lasts until you uh, end your concentration on it. So just so a, you can't sleep or whatever. What's the, what's the max time? Usually it's well, an hour, I think. But flight is ten minutes. Flight is ten minutes. I was just looking at that yesterday. Oh, okay. But uh, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's you, whatever you say it is. So. Right. Uh, let's say, say concentration. Yes. We're gonna save um, max like an hour. Yay! I want to be able to just do fly, you wake like up, and start flying everywhere. Like but but it is concentration for for uh, for me to, for you to use it. So okay. you can't use any other concentration spells while you're using them. Right. Or if concentration is broken, I'm gonna come <coughs> toppling out of the air. That's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, but everyone fly. should have a still have their necklace of uh, featherfall. Mm-hmm. The gnomes are graciously still letting you keep that. Oh, right, yeah. No one's asked for it back. How about that? Mm-hmm. No one's outright said, "Okay, I guess you can keep that thing since you were, you know, a little helpful here." During the ten days, Tiri's going to polish her armor mm-hmm. as much as possible, just until it's gleaming. It looks okay. brand new. She's going to use whatever means. Possible. I can help you with that. 
I bet you could make some really good polishing salve out of some of those jellies. <laughs> some of them had to have been acidic, right? Really get that grime off. It's true. Oh, the merchant's quarter is all abuzz with all kinds of new soaps and <laughs> new cleaning supplies, things that can clean your armor, yeah? Yeah. They, there's talk of this being a, the greatest export they'll have for, you know, about a year or two. <laughs> you know, I mean, that so. even grosses me out a little. That's kind of... Oh. I'm a grave robber by trade. <laughs> I'm not going to bathe in jelly. Right? You're, uh, by you the way... Paulus tries to get away from you. <laughs> Stay there, Polish. It's taking bathing in the blood of my enemies good money for too you. far. <laughs> oh, and you're identifying with, with everything you look at. By the way, that ring, um, mm -hmm. it looked like it may have had like a few other insanely magical powers with it, only mm -hmm. they've been soaked dry from whatever ritual hmm. um, happened. So Interesting. You're getting like, the leftovers of how powerful this ring was. The ring could be restored. How do you restore a magical item that's been sort of burned out. So generally you don't. I'm gonna, also during the 10 days, I'm gonna invite Vladislav to uh, go check out the merchants and, and uh, we're gonna go back for more uh, street tacos and. They do like tacos, yes. I mean, he's just Bob hoping around the town, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, Atifan's gotta eat. On the final day, there is a, there is, by the way, a celebration planned, a parade out in the streets. Everyone is feeling well enough, good enough with an inner situation to finally start putting on a smile and celebrating. The uh, the ghost gnomes have little ghost sparklers out. It's very festive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm intensifying uh, all this. I'm pressing mm -hmm. shit everywhere. Yeah, there are uh, <laughs> there are the big rock uh, golems, and they have like little party hats on top of them. Are they gnome-sized party hats? Yes. <gasps> yes. Aww. Yes. Big giant rock golems. That's with, adorable. Yeah. They have party hats on them. They're handing out streamers to all the kids. And um, it's almost like a very festival, almost 4th of July-ish kind of thing going on. All kinds I of little fireworks. Yeah. Can I? Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Some kid runs up to you. Hey, want to st yeah, streamers? Here. And yes. He, and he gives you like five of them. Ah. Be careful. <laughs> runs off. Can Super I, fun. Can I purchase some fireworks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're starting to. How much because can I get? of. All the heavy military I mean, research that went into oh, making those bombs—they're—they're oh. they're streamlining it also for fireworks. So. Yeah. How how much? How many can I get? We're basically loaded. You're, so. You guys might be the plenty. richest people in the Underdark right now. So. Um, well, you can, it's my you can get some nice stores, fireworks. Though. There's some medium-sized fireworks. There's like one that they say, well, if you. Uh, but this is, you know, it'll make a dragon, like a, a big old uh, firework dragon. Like in the Joker there's a whole, flashback. yeah, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole merchant uh, row of just people selling all these fireworks. Tiri goes down the road. She's like, I want one of those, and one of those, and five of those, and three of the, you know, yeah. I'll just take one of everything. Yeah, if you're taking one of everything, just take, mark off a gold. <laughs> okay. Because there's, they're not, they're just fireworks. All right. You got a combo discount for being one of the saviors of of Blingenstone. So. I'm going to put the I'm going to put a crap ton, just a bunch of fireworks in the bag of holding. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're not going to shoot them off? Not right now. What? I mean, we can do okay, some. No, no, no. Give me what she got. <laughs> All right. Double Here you up. go. Well, this okay. Is good. Thanks. Going to be good. All right. So yeah. What happens is we set them up. 
You want a dragon? Like a Do you want a boar? We have a, a beholder. Fireball to light him up. Yeah, we both like put our fingers on fire and just go down the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, there is a large crowd gathered. This is like uh, Disney World fireworks going off in the nice. uh, and in, in parts of the sparkles, I'm present to Jade in my face. Like some of the, some of the glitters. <laughs> is it winking at everybody? Yes. <laughs> As it fades down. Everyone, Don't everyone. you think that's a little bit I'm doing overkill? it for everyone, too, afterwards. Okay. All right. I mean, you're very cute, but... I'm a fucking adorable. While you're arguing with him, your face lights up the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look it's, at you. Is it scowling? Probably. <laughs> you know. Yeah, everyone has uh, their uh, the gnomish equivalent of lawn chairs out. They're just watching all the fireworks go off. You, I don't know how how uh, long you guys want to make this happen, but you can buy up all the fireworks. They keep replenishing them, all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna uh, buy as much as I can. <laughs> just like. Just buying them out, basically. Basically. So uh, on top of your fireworks, other people are setting off their own fireworks on the Yay! top of their stuff. So right now, um, as we're painting the scene, as you guys are all like in the basically merchant's row, where they're mm -hmm. actually clearing everything out and there's some, there's an actual parade of floats going down now. They're all like, brass and steampunk kind of floats but uh you know the actual float part oh, is made cool. of yeah so can the, we ride on a float mm -hmm. can we be in the parade the uh the the head of the float like the the actual where it starts there's the yeah. uh the general uh -huh. and he goes come on hop yes! on board yay come on so guys. I, right before uh Tigger jumps on the the float she's gonna take uh one of the packs of sparklers mm -hmm. and put them in her braids in her hair and make like a crown of Crown sparklers. Of sparkles. Yeah. It's like more of like a peacock. Girl, you're gonna catch your hair on fire. Come on. <laughs> so everybody hops on the uh, float, and this float is just a. Uh, this is just, uh, yeah, very steampunk, almost a big boat being drawn by about four driders that are all mm. like, or not driders, <laughs> four uh, spider mounts or mm. the, the spider. Uh, uh, Steeders. Big, yeah, the, yeah, those guys, and they have all kinds of like. Yeah, they have their they have their festive uh, barding on at this point. It's party spider. Party spider. So, uh, and here also with you are the council members. They're all uh, waving as well. You're based on a big boat, just waving at people. And there are fireworks going. They have uh, these little cannons that are mounted all over your boat. And every so often, someone's shoving fireworks in it, like lighting it. And if there's, nice. if there's no music going on, I'm making it happen. Yeah, there are spots of music, but there's no, like, didn't really have a sound system or Can anything. Can I use Thermotogy to amplify it? You can. Then, yes, it's party time. So, here we go. So I had imagined myself just sort of meandering by myself through these celebrations. Oh, just no, Victor. Just going from food stand mm -hmm. to food uh -uh. stand. No. Hold, <laughs> hold your horses. <laughs> Not really part of the, the main group, just off doing my own thing, uh, going from food stand to food stand, just sort of... Uh, Soaking in the ambiance, and I imagine at this point, uh, turning around and noticing the parade and float of all of these yahoos just <laughs> being mm -hmm. ridiculous. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just sitting there with like half a corn dog. It's like, what is this madness? And then we grab you. Yeah. yeah. No, she no. gets one arm the other. No. We look at each yeah. other. Telekinesis. Yes. <gasps> well, this might as well happen. <laughs> So is there a floating Victor with a yeah, corn dog in his yeah, yeah. No, a lot of times we look at each other, we high five, and we look at Victor and we're like, lift him, we lift him lift up. Lift him up. 
And that's when the... Come on, Victor. And that's when I make his face. Yeah, Victor. And then Victor's uh, face explodes out with a, a giant firework that mm-hmm. just ripples down and everyone cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And they, Victor, Victor. Completely against my will and better judgment, I instinctively retreat back to... The uh, the old noble parades back in uh, back in Mistport, just when we were forced to dress up fancy and oh. go see the people, and I'm just doing like a queen's wave just yeah. off of the That's right. off the bone, just Gilder standing as majestically and regally. So is it one hand waving, the other hand still holding a corn dog? Well, <laughs> she's waving the corn dog. I, I imagine, it. yeah, yeah. I. One arm resting on my uh, on my crystal staff, and the uh, other hand with a corn dog, just w- w- waving genteely at the folk. Pinky out. Slowly floating. Yes, yeah, pinky out. Of course. Yeah, they are telekinesising you towards the float now. And well, I imagine this was once I was on the yeah, float. Okay, I'm not. Okay. All right. I'm not leaning my staff on the air. <laughs> Parade happens. It takes it takes a full uh, about an hour of just. Um, slowly going down the streets. Everybody is cheering and happy. Again, ghosts are cheering. Um, gnomes of all walks of life are cheering. And there are a few uh, few of the dwarves and humans you saw that have just been kind of sprinkled into the city that couldn't leave before. They are also cheering. While you guys are on this float, um, Dorbo comes up to, uh, to you and it's like... Uh, we are people of our word, and he's just smiling. He, it's hard to take him seriously because he has um, he has like dyed uh, like bright green hair right now, and he just has like some party glasses on that are kind of sparkling in their own. All right, he's very happy. He's very happy, and you smell the faint uh, aroma of alcohol under his breath. And drunk. Well, I imagine there's a faint aroma of alcohol everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like a yeah. It's a bit like a gnomish New Orleans going. Yeah, on sort of right Fourth now. of July meets Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah. Dragon Con. Oh, That's, excuse well, me. No, it's Pardon. it's every bit of that. It's uh yeah like a Mardi Gras. It's okay. like a steampunk Mardi Gras right, meets. Now- now that we've mentioned this, and I'm terribly sorry to all of the fellow players and our listeners, but now that that's been mentioned, I need to know, are there gnomish flashers in the crowd? This is, <laughs> I, I don't know like if they want to know this. <laughs> there, there is certainly uh, someone hands you about a pile of beads. Oh, God. And these are like pearls. like uh, They were kind of glowy, like little little pearls. You could have said no. That's, I mean, this is on you. I'm, I'm just saying, this may or may not be a new tradition that may or may not be on you guys to start up. But there are a couple of gnomish, uh, gnomish ladies. I want a pearl! I want a pearl! Hey! I want a pearl! And they're like dancing. They're just kind of booty shaking, dancing a little bit. Like, pearls! Oh god, we gotta handle this carefully. Well then, Freedom I, pearls! Then I will <laughs> dignifyingly uh, remove a pearl from the strand and mage hand one down to each of the each of the lovely young respectable ladies that wishes for a pearl. Cinematically, uh, you do that, and the camera's gonna pan to you going, "Ah, I did a, a, a nice fine thing, haha." A uh, and someone's top just falls like gets flown right into your face, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. kind of drapes down your face <laughs> and onto the boat. Yes. Who knows what happens after that, but we're just going to keep going with it. We're going to cut away the camera to someone (laughs) else now. Exactly. Exactly. So Dorbo comes up to you and he hands you a a folded up piece of paper and uh, a big folded up piece of uh, like cloth, basically. And he goes, we're we're people of our word and uh, you can 
You can leave any time, and here's the map to the surface world. Woo! I'll take that, thank you. You help so much. The history of the gnomish people all in your hands. This is great. This is Can I get a... Hey, someone, hey! And, uh, there's someone with a, uh, um, a crystal, like, mm -hmm. and they, they do, like, a, they, they, they speak a, a, um, an arcane word. Yeah. And there's a picture, an image, that is framed within this crystal. They put that crystal down, they put up another crystal. They do it. It's like a, a burned-in image. He goes, hey, make an image of us. I want I want the image of everybody get in. Oh, Big picture hug. time. Go group Yay, hug. image. Come, come on, Sinny, get in here. And, and his wife kind of waddles over. He's like, I got a headache. Got a headache. It's a hangover. Hold on, oh. It's all right. Well, I just look better. around for Mama Glitterstone. Oh, there's Mama Glitterstone out there in the audience. Like, oh, hey, I know them. I know them. Come on, Mama. Come here, oh, Mama. Let's go. Come get Hold in the on. picture. They uh, stop the float momentarily, and they uh, some some noble guards like help her up into the boat. Goes, oh my goodness, you guys are famous now. This is great, and she is done up in the most Mama Glitterstone way. And I mean, there are, uh, there's like two foot, like two, uh, oh my God, I can never the remember. The boas. Mm -hmm. Is she wearing like the, like the multicolored double layer oh. rainbow boa? Yeah. That's what I was oh, afraid God. of. Yeah. She doesn't have bees around her neck, does she? What? Oh. oh. No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> She has the most beads of ever. <laughs> <laughs> she has, uh, beads wrapped around her, uh, her arms. Oh, God. You know, like her, uh, yeah, her wrists. She has beads all over her. She has beads. And she's like, I've just been having the greatest time since you saved the whole city. This is amazing. Oh, we doing a, what is this, an image stone? Yes, Everyone, yeah. oh, I never had my image. How's my hair? It looks great. It's lovely. Oh, okay. I'm just going to get, oh, hey, Dorbo. How are you? And Dorbo's like, I am really drunk, so come on in. <laughs> and everyone takes a picture. Yay. I look at Dorbo like, may I have copy? May I have stone? Uh, oh yeah, stone? another another picture. Another picture then. You guys get this one. You guys get this one. And uh, Everybody say moldy stone. cheese. One, no. two, <laughs> no one. three. Moldy, moldy cheese! Moldy cheese! Mandator smiling. <laughs> <laughs> A flash from the uh, crystal as they take the, uh, and an image is captured. Are Very you going nice. to hold on to it? Do you want it in the bag of holding? Able to hold on to it. Alright. Hmm. Um, Matilda. Yes. Um, at a certain point when your uh, the flow goes by, you actually see you remember your friend Jack? Yes. How yeah. is Jack? He's smiling from Jack? the crowd. There's a lot of music, a lot of uh -huh. loud stuff going on. You guys are in the middle of a lot of things. He uh, he takes out his own uh, envelope mm -hmm. and he tosses it your way. Okay. With skill. I catch it. It's like a ninja skill, like incredible dexterity. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry for our listeners. What Thanks, are these buddy. silent motions? So the yeah. silent motions are: he does a thumbs up, he does an a okay, and then he makes a move where he go. He basically says shh. He does that number, and then you see it, the moment you see him, and the next moment he's gone from the crowd. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's in the envelope? Mm -hmm. It is a letter. It is a letter. Um. Probably shouldn't read it right now, but mm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read it silently to myself. You notice the seal from the yeah. envelope, by the way. Uh huh. Um, it says, uh, 
Graven Hollow on, <gasps> on the seal. Yay! You open it up and there's a letter. Okay. And this letter is very short, very sweet, and in beautiful handwriting. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually wrote this letter out. It is not beautiful handwriting, but I want you to suspend disbelief. Okay, I'm gonna pretend it's beautiful handwriting. It says, Matilda, you made quite an impression, eluding capture from the from House Miserum, delaying the melding of Zutmoy, and freeing Blindingstone from the clutches of Jubilex. Your inquiries into Graven Hollow have not gone unnoticed. If you'd like help finding the entrance, meet me at the Royal Monkey Hotel in Mistport. Yes! Bring your compass. In return, I'm interested in discussing this pesky matter of demon lords. Ah! Signed, Vizrin Devor. Oh, this is the best thing ever! What's that then? Uh, so it's a letter. This. It's, yeah. um... It is some really good news uh, about um, we can get some some help to try to, uh, you know, de defeat these um, demon lords and stuff. And I can go to the super special place and we just need to go to the uh, Royal Monkey Hotel in Missport. Let's go to Missport. I know Victor wants to go to Missport. You want to go to Missport, don't it you, Victor? It has been on my agenda. <laughs> Uh, one thing you notice, by the way, everyone else looks at this piece of paper and they see nothing written on it. They don't even see the, the seal that was holding the envelope in place. Only you're able to see any of that. Ah! It just looks like she's reading a blank piece of paper. Oh, that's super exciting. And she's waving it around like all drunk and happy, just like, woo! Woohoo! <clears throat> it's not blank. It, You just can't see it, okay? Don't, don't look at me like that. I have no reason sure not to believe you. That would be the very least of the weirdness. I mean, it's not that I have like encountered. it's not just you, Victor. It's Teary. I mean, if you've seen that, that's a blank piece of paper. It's not. I, Vladis Love, do you see any writing on the paper? You're magical. You can't see my dog either, but he's real too. <laughs> I see it now. I press to chase him, just fake bullshit <laughs> on it. Oh, did you stop it? Oh, You're gonna mess it up. We're not crazy. Does it stop. say like, Vladis Love is the most handsome magician up, in like, the what? entire universe? Okay. It's a blink anyway. from the you. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's go to Mistport. I'm game. Well, if you insist, <laughs> I will try to find it in my heart. I hey, just Sarah, want to be on the surface in the sunlight. That's all I care about right now. Yeah, did you you said something oh. to Sarah? Yeah. yeah. Um, asked him if he's up for a trip. Of course. Very good. I will follow you to the. I would say to the nine hells, but I'm pretty sure you'll take me there anyways if uh, I'm around you long enough. But maybe. Uh, yeah. Sure beats. Possibility. Sure beats being a slave for the house miserum. So. All right. Awesome. Uh, Darendel, Eldith, are they in? Are they gonna? Oh, they're on the boat. Here? Everyone's. Uh, everyone or not? The boat. They're not on the boat. They're on the. Uh, they're the out boat. there. Float. They're, they're on a float. In the I don't crowd. know why I said boat. Yeah, they're, they're out there in the crowd. You see them occasionally. There's a, there's a Eldith with her, uh, with her uh, dwarf on board. man. I think it was going for on board. On board. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Eldith is with her, uh, her new, her new man. Yeah. Remember, she she met a man friend. Good for her. That's and she's right. just like waving. Yeah. And he's waving. They had. They both had. They're like, they're holding up uh, some form of meat in their hand. They're both chewing on it. And they have nice shiny axes on their backs. All right. Matching well, axes. She's probably gonna stay, but we should still offer. And uh, Prince Darendel right? is out there, kind of chasing the boat or your float, uh, just kind of like. Oh, he's going kitty mode. Yeah, he's he? he's in full kitty mode. Yeah. 
I do say, I know them. I know them. Ha ha! Oh, this was great. Great, everyone. Good job out there. Yes. Oh, oh, is this for me? Thank you. Thank you. He's grabbing little sparklers and all kinds of stuff. Some yeah. kids have uh, put some sparklers S in his fur. Well, in the streamers, instead it'll be like balls of string for him. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah. He's going nuts. He's in full kitty He's mode. having fun. Yeah. That's good. Oh, is that? That's bright and shiny. Oh, I want to go through this door, but I can't decide if I want to or not. Oh, <laughs> let's hope no one brings out any, like, laser pointers. Cause... Poor guy. Time for the laser show. Oh. Damn it. Okay. So anyhow, when all this is done, back at the hotel, we should ask if <laughs> they intend to join us on our journey to Missport or not. Oh, this seems polite. Parade's over. You're at your hotel packing up your stuff. Um, well, I want to take... Uh, well, let's not fast forward too Okay, far. all right, all right go, go for it. What Pardon me, Miss Tira. Yes. Could I get a glimpse of that map that you were given? Sure. I'll take a look about it. Uh, how far does it look? Uh, tell me about this map, James. Uh, this map does point... Uh, there are a whole bunch of caverns and caves, but only one has the official route that goes up to the surface world. It is a gradual climb upwards. And if, if everything you know about maps are true and kind of where you're at as opposed to where that's at, looks like this is maybe a week off. A week of steadily climbing upwards. There is one true path. Now, there are other paths that you can, that kind of snake its way around within that path. So even if uh, something is blocked or broken or whatever, mm -hmm. they've made sure to have a bunch of different tunnels, but there is one main tunnel leading. It appears to be pretty straightforward. It appears to be. I'm skeptical. I'm sure we can make it. I just uh, don't expect it to be straightforward. <laughs> but uh, it's good to have a direction, at least. This is... It's smarter than we had yesterday. This is brilliant. Yes, well, what was the general consensus? Uh, shipping out tomorrow morning? I believe so. Excellent. I'm packed and ready. Yes, well, we we have learned not to need to carry around too much stuff. I hold up the bag of holding. Yep, <laughs> that would be the stuff. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you get some uh, good rest, Miss Tira. I'll see you in the morning. You do the same. No, no. <coughs> Packed in his room, and festivity, festivities are over, so he's he's packing in for the night. Oh, Matilda um, and Sarah retire to their room? Uh, yeah, but we should, um, we still gotta actually hunt down, uh, Darendel and Eldith. And yeah, eventually, uh, are. Prince Darendel walks in. He is just eyes lit up, just wide. It's like, uh, there is so much going on out there. I, ooh, I have not had this much fun in ages. Not since, oh, the royal ballroom days. Oh, oh, there's so much. Hmm. Ooh, he's just shivering, shaking. Overstimulated kitty cat. Overstimulated. Catty. There are uh, burn marks all over him from where people kept shoving streamers in him and maybe uh, uh, and on his arms where he's been grabbing at streamers and maybe clawing oh, at things. Yeah. And he's just like, I, I, uh, I may have lost a bit of control. It's okay. I just, should not be uh, mm, unsupervised just doing take such a breath, affairs. Big guy. You got this. I, I know this of myself now. It is important that we know these things. Oh, I don't remember being so mm, distracted in the past by such lights and, and, 
and festivities. There's, there's a lot of festivities out there. It's, it's pretty overwhelming. I'm going to take a shower now. That's a good plan, but I have a question for you first, okay? What is this? What is this? So, in the morning, we're going to leave for Mistport. Oh, good. Do you want to come along? Oh, yes, of course I do. I'd like to find out what happened to the outside world when I've been gone. All right. Sure, it is. There are things I must attend to. Good. With my royal courts and such. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, go take a shower. Get some rest. Make sure your stuff's all packed up. Don't leave stuff in your room. I will make sure I have my good shirt. All right. We'll meet in the lobby in the morning, okay? Okay. All right. Good and night. He, he shakenly walks slowly up to his room, closes the, the door. Yeah. As, mm-hmm. he, as he leaves, I'll give him a pat on the furred arm. Mm-hmm. And there's like a elder. Put out a spot that was still smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just patting out fires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So there's uh, Eldith. And she's there with uh, with her boo. Um, they've been there smoking like pipes and stuff, yeah. and just kind of. Uh, so we're kind of at that part of the conversation mm-hmm. where she goes, "You know, my friend here mm-hmm. uh, says he can take he can take me back to Gauntlegrim." All right. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna part ways with you now. Okay. She doesn't look like it, you know. She's a very stoic woman. Yeah. But she stands up and she gives each one of you a hug and a Aww. handshake. Like, I always remember you. Well, I remember you, Elder. Thank you. If you ever find yourself in the Gauntlegrim's King's Court, you better believe you it. You have a friend. We will come look you up. Uh, she orders a drink for everybody, and everyone has a nice big ale, and they do a um, they do like a, a dwarven salute, which Excellent. is drinking as much of your ale as possible while trying to say some things that you're. Uh, you're thankful for, but don't get too sensitive with it. It's right. basically the gist yeah. of these things. Yeah. Took good health and... Strong axes, good health. Huzzah. Huzzah. Great sex. I don't know. Whatever whatever yeah. it is you're thankful for, mm-hmm. but not too sensey. Yeah. All the things. So, yeah. So, they retreat back to their room. Okay. Um, they're packing up their stuff as well for their their trip to Gauntlebrim. All right. Sounds good. So, Sarath has already said he would stay with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Prince Darendel coming with you. Cool. All right, well, everybody can uh, retire for the evening, and we'll meet in the lobby in the morning. Morning rolls around, and in the hotel lobby is uh, Mama Glitterstone. She hands little flowers out to each one of you. Like, Aww. Mama, Mama went and picked these flowers for you. They're the nicest Aww. flowers in all of glitter, in all of the Glitterstone Garden. Thank you, Mama. I just, these I love are, you guys so much. You helped us out so much. Well, these are magnificent and lovely, just as yourself. She also, uh, she has a big bag, and she breaks out some bowls. I also got you some, some soaps, because you're gonna be on a trip, and you just, I don't want you to starve. Oh, so I got each one of you some glitterstone soup. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful. I'm glad I'll take a ever so considerate. Smells like tomato soup. Oh, this smells wonderful. Thank you, Mama Glitterstone. Mm-hmm. You are so welcome. I promised myself I wouldn't cry, and then I promised myself I would cry because I wouldn't want you to think I didn't care. But then I also promised myself I was going to not cry anyways to show you how strong I was. But I'm not strong at all. I'm just an old lady who loves you too much. Just give her a hug. Yeah, group hug. Group Group hug hug to Mama Glitterstone. Because I will engage in group hug. (laughs) Aww. 
during this very, very uh, touching moment, uh, Mama Glitterstone attempts to uh, cup uh, Victor's left butt cheek a little bit. <laughs> yeah, of not, course. Not no. shots. Hold on, hold on one second, one second. Fuck. All right, uh, that's an 11 sleight of hand with my mage hand to help her out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> going out behind me. Doesn't work. Victor shimmies out, and she pretends like she didn't really mean to. But she No, does. I'm just going to take one for the team. Don't, don't speak for me, James. Okay. I'm just going to... That old gnome wants to grab my butt. She can do it this time. She Th- looks very happy. Tiara, you will take out uh, a handkerchief that mm. has a, an embroidered sun oh. on the corner and dry her eyes. Oh, thank you. Now get out of here. I know your spider mounts out there waiting and you got a long road ahead of you. Go ahead and pin the flower on the, the lapel of my robe. Jacket I let her thing. keep it. Uh, oh my goodness! This is the. I'm gonna f- remember this gift forever. It's gonna. F- I'm gonna make me. Maybe I'll make a quilt and I'll put this in the center of the quilt. I don't know. Pay Lord's blessings on you. Oh, pay Lord's blessing on you too, sweetie. Now, excuse me for just a moment. I have one last stop to make. It won't be but a couple of shakes. Uh, same. It's Are you going hmm? towards the marketplace or? No, I'm not. All right. Uh, I have to for a minute, but I'll be back. Excellent. I'll meet you uh, by prepared uh, spiders. <laughs> and I'm going to go and I'm just going to burst in the kitchen doors. I'm yes. Just <laughs> shove them straight open. <laughs> the with entire a clap crew. of thunder rolling in behind me. The crew stops in their tracks. Look at you. Now, boys, now I may be leaving. And there's every possibility in the world I may never return. But I have passed on to you the most important knowledge that Miss Port has to offer, nay, the entire surface world. And that is the knowledge, understanding, respect, and awe of biscuits and gravy. Do you understand me, boys? In unison, they say, yes, sir. And you will treat that knowledge with the respect that it deserves. Yes, sir. And you will make sure that it is passed down from generation to generation so that they may understand the knowledge and greatness that was passed on here during these days. Without biscuits and gravy, the war would not have been won, says the uh, head chef. They're all lined up now, like like, like troops. <laughs> I'm going to pace back and forth in front yeah. of them. Love it. <laughs> They're standing at attention, and every time you make a point, they just kind of put their hands against their heart. It's like, yes, sir. It was a pleasure and an honor to serve with each and every one of you, and I will salute them. (laughs) They all raise their hand, and they salute you like a a military troop. The head chef comes up to you. He takes off his head chef's hat, and he ceremoniously gives it to you. I I will kneel down in front of him to receive this great gift. He's... You can tell he's holding this shit together right now. <laughs> and I will, I will stand majestically and pose with the chef's hat upon my head. <laughs> it's really tiny on your head. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's so small. <laughs> Live well, cook well, feed others, and give them the love that we all share amongst our kin. Good yes, day. sir. Life is fried chicken, sir. Long Indeed. live fried chicken. Long live fried chicken. And I will turn and exit. <laughs> Once we find chickens, I mean, then just maybe you can import it somewhere. Just, just walking out. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, oh, that was. That's amazing. 
Okay. Uh, well, Victor's uh, gone to say his goodbyes to the glorious kitchen staff. Uh, Thierry is going to head to the marketplace and find um, a, like a journal, a blank book. Okay. In just a leather bound, like a like a small, nothing terribly big, but just yeah. a notebook size. Yeah, you know those um, those at festivals. They sometimes they have like that that the artsy stand with all the artsy journal books. Yeah, have the leather. The, yeah, just they're a leather way bound. overpriced, and yeah, they all have all kinds of fancy um, inscriptions and stuff on them. There's one fancy artsy place doing this little little all stall. Right. I'll just I'll these. get the the least blinged out with just a simple leather bound uh, right, one that's not paper. bejeweled you want one that just no, has some just simple plain. yeah um there's one that just has the symbol of blinged stone on the front and it's very simple like that perfect yeah uh i'll get that what's that run just uh we'll <coughs> say 50 copper not even worth your time okay okay uh but i'll i'll get that and i will um press the flowers that mama gave me in it oh that's beautiful. All right. Anybody else doing anything? Um, weren't we supposed to like free Jack from his servitude? Wasn't that? Eh, he seems to be doing all right. He disappeared in the crowd fun. last I saw him. Matilda, fun story. If you were to go back to where Jack Stahl is, you yeah. would notice that he is not there. Good for him. The uh, chains are there. And they're empty. Mm-hmm. The stall, there seems to still be some stuff at the stall. All uh-huh. kind of useless knick-knack stuff he was selling. Yeah, yeah. All right. But he's out. Mm. Cool. Just wanted to check, make sure he was okay. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to leave him in chains. All right. Vlad awesome. love. You doing any last-minute things? Are you ready? Just talking, just kind of talking to people. Um, maybe saying that, I don't know if Mama Glitterstone's still around. Maybe I'll have to having a conversation with her while I'm waiting for everyone. Maybe giving her some beauty tips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great beauty tip. Yeah, I'll always do that. She's still very heartbroken right now, but uh, yeah, there's a certain point when uh, one of her um, one of her relatives come by, and it's this uh, this little uh, gnome girl, gnomish girl. Seems like a teenager gnomish girl comes in, and is like, uh, Grandma Belita Stone, are you ready? And she's like, Yeah, okay. This is one of my favorite granddaughters. Vlad's oh. <laughs> Waves and reaches his hand out. It's, like, oh, it's wonderful to meet you. It's wonderful to meet you too. Thanks for bringing us back, Gladstone. Well, it's our pleasure. All right, come on, Mama. And they they walk out. Uh, she winks at you. Ching. <laughs> Look me up if you ever come back. Oh, well, but if I find out you've been the been here, the Blingen Stone, and you did not look me up, I'll be so mad. It'll be the first person that I. My look ghost up. will haunt you. I mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that. Anyways. The ghost of Glitterstone. The ghost of Glitterstone will haunt you. Yeah, meet everybody back at the Pure Rangers meeting place. Get on the road. Saddled up, on the road, whip oh. crack, and you guys are off. You start riding out of Blingdon Stone. Uh, and as you're riding out of Blingdon Stone, um, here and there, there are actually some, uh, some fan boys and fan girls that start kind of coming up to you and... Uh, especially Vladislav, since he's so handsome, right? There's some uh, gnomish girls who start throwing out Aww. some like, like flowers and roses at him, and start like making kissy faces and. Uh, mage hand just to make sure I grab all of them. <laughs> Certainly a few for Victor. There's some uh, there's some fanboys for Matilda and Jenny, 
<laughs> Matilda and, uh, oh my god, Teary. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so they I started mean, throwing... Jenny will take it too, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. But but everyone has a few. Vladislav Love has a few more than, than Nebraska. He's, he's very charismatic. He's very charismatic and handsome. Yeah. So. <laughs> but at a certain point, you you ride through uh, where the dome is. You mm-hmm. ride now into the uh, ruins. There's a trail coming out of the ruins that lead into a wide tunnel. And this tunnel starts taking you and is uh, ascending upward at a slow clip. Mm-hmm. And these tunnels are... Every bit like the tunnels you've been through for the last months and months and months. But you do notice here and there, there are some nice flowers that pop up. There's some um, some grass every so often that starts popping up in front of you. As if you're on the right trail and that maybe your mushroom friends are still sensing you around and helping you. Right on. Yeah. So dur- yeah. during the day's travel, like as, as we're bedding down for the night, um, one, one, of the, one of the nights I'll, I'll look at Victor and the, uh, Victor... Would you please uh, channel one of your uh, powerful healing spells into these for later, just in case? Well, into what now? I have to hold up my gauntlets to you. It's like if you could just hold them and just cast this spell into them, it will stay, and I can use it at later date. Hmm. All right. Do we uh, get through the first day without uh, any problems? Yeah. First day, no problems. All right. Well, in that case, I'll give you a choice. Would you prefer I cast a uh, an empowered healing spell, or a spell that allows raise someone from the dead? Uh, now the reason I ask specifically is that I can go around healing people as necessary. Now certainly during a fight, it may be beneficial to have another source of healing out there. But specifically, if one of you dies, I can bring you back. Now if I die, I think we'll go with that option. All right. I will uh, cast Raise Dead into his gauntlet. It takes uh, it takes some some effort for both of you to kind of uh, you 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 cast into his gauntlet. Oh, it takes a while. It's a, it's, yeah. it takes me it takes an hour to cast that spell. Okay. So for that hour, you two are sitting at camp and um, and concentrating on making sure the spell goes off without a hitch. It's a very powerful spell too. So so the gauntlet starts uh, shining a bright blue. And there's like an aura around the gauntlet as he's casting this spell, and you have to remain, um, in, and you remain in place, and then like a meditative concentration state as it's as the as the spell is being captured by your gauntlet, and you can almost feel the warmth and the soothing warmth of this healing spell surge through you. Well, look at Victor. This should be very helpful. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So close. I'm uh, I'm gonna go flying. Because yeah. can. Yeah. Did not know she could do that. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't tell anybody you had that ring, right? Nope. I imagine you start doing that just like Terry and, and you are in a conversation just mm-hmm. about whatever, yeah. and you just like begin levitating. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but how 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 look? Have you always been able to do that? Maybe. Fair enough. I don't know nearly enough about you, Matilda. I feel that we know too much about her. Speak for yourself, Victor. She's been very sweet to me. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm gonna go fly around. Seth Bye, guys. is looking at you and just kind of going, this could be interesting later. Way too much. Oh, God. <laughs> Flying. Darendale smoking on a little pipe, going, oh, yes, that is quite interesting. Well, flying mage lady... 
Uh, you guys doing your magic stuffs over there? Ginny, you have anything? <laughs> Teary, do you have anything? <laughs> oh, man. Best anything new? Really, James? Really? Sorry, I can't stop saying Ginny and said Teary. Dandel just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Any tricks up your sleeves, Teary? Um, not currently. I'm usually in prayer about this time, but I imagine Paylor's heard <laughs> more than enough of my <laughs> adventures for now. Um, I could brush your fur if you like. Oh, that would be lovely. Yes, I will, yes, yes. I have like in in her thing she would have had basic holy toiletry. Brush. Yeah. Yeah. The her holy brush. Holy hair brush of brushing. Holy hair brush. Holy hair she's <laughs> got really long hair, so she's Yeah, she would yeah. have had a she would have had a brush other so and combs and bows and little, little ties and things. And yeah. yeah. She'll take out her brush and just begin combing his fur. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So he just he's he kind of purrs softly. And, <laughs> nice. Yeah. And uh, maybe guys a little girl talk or something. And he's yeah. just like, you know, what do you miss the most about elf life? What do you, uh, about your elven city? Mm, the sunlight through the trees. Ah, yes. I surely hope to see it. I think we will. It'll be beautiful to be back in the courts. Just wonderful. I don't know about the courts, necessarily. Oh, you don't find the the strategy of of politics just enthralling? I leave that to my family. Yes, the wonder of the pomp and circumstance. That's exhausting. The the bows and the curtsies and the 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 pretension. But the hors d'oeuvres are nice. And the parties. Oh, the ballroom parties. They are lovely. Yes, but with parties come gossip. And trade deals and business negotiations and and secrets oh i'm getting nostalgic now just nostalgic Ah. Mm. he has a big grin on his face big toothy grin Mm. trade deal is my favorite what i'm good at while they're having this conversation plus also can't really do it he's watching matilda fly he's got two fingertips he's got flames going he's kind of air traffic controlling her Maybe uh, putting out some circles she can fly yes. through. <laughs> I will Little fly wings. through them. Yeah. Oh, look how we time to do some tricks. Do a barrel roll. Flip yeah. over. She's doing That's all fantastic. Kinds. Consider she's, it done. She's like Peter Pan out there. Just okay, nice. Yeah. I mean, this dexterity plus the ability to fly. Every time she flips through a ring, I just make a little, like, a point gauge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. That happens. Mm-hmm. And you guys wake up and you do it all again. Um, the second day, there, you uh, you do find some resistance in the form of some just some ugly kind of underdark, like furry, clawed creatures that try to come out and ambush you. But they're too, they're nothing. They're a bunch of nothing. So it's a, it wasn't even a hard battle. But you start, you you, you get, you get through with that battle, and you and you find another uh, deposit of that same type of creature, and you go through your second day going through a few battles. But it's nothing that's so. How big are they? Uh, they're going to be about human sized. I'm oh. sorry, I missed the original script. But human sized what? Like clawed furred creatures. Oh, just clawed furred. Just yeah. Generic, so generic just monsters. Yeah, cave monsters. generic. Some generic cave monsters. It seems like you came across a uh, deposit of them, like a, a little uh, cluster okay. of these cave monsters. Yeah, but they're pretty easy. So it's the kind of thing where it's like, hey, uh, Vladislav, let's fireball him. Got it. So we All just right. kind of move toward the front and go. 
Yeah, there's actually, there. you know, you look up in, in, in the side of a cave and you see like a huge, uh, an opening where these are starting to pour out and you just mm-hmm. like fireball that opening and just... Yeah, okay. Like barely sizzling. worth stopping for. If there, barely worth stopping for. If but. there are any that don't get burnt to a crisp, uh, Tiri would like to um, skin one mm-hmm. and keep the pelt. All right, you can do that. Everybody needs a hobby. It'll come in useful. We might could sell it. To who? <laughs> you do realize yeah. we have a bag full of gems. Just a bag full of golden gems. But no, that fur is what's going to make all the difference. No, <laughs> it'll buy you a night of drinks. That's worth anything. No, that's, that's good. No, w- no, I'm I'm being sassy. I don't mean to be. For all we know, these are Laugh rare and valuable now. cave monsters. And when I sell it for a fortune, sure. you'll be... There could be that one collector out there that has spent his lifetime looking for the fur of this exact cave creature. And we're just taking it for granted. Because uh, what do we know? It's all about perspective. <coughs> I'm just... I'm just saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to my spotter that I'm riding because that's my life now. Prince Darendel uh, decides not to uh, cozy up to you for the rest of that day as you're cutting off the fur of uh, another humanoid-looking cave creature. It's like a, that is considering well. and there's no, there's no sun to like creature. dry it out, so it's just like. Well, no, she'll take hang her. Out with a flag or something. No, she'll take her out. her flame sword and like. Oh yeah. Bake it. Tan it. Tan it. Tan it. Mm. Right. I'm going to take this opportunity to tip the glasses. going to look around, look at your rapier, mm-hmm. look at your flaming sword, look at your two magical staves, mm-hmm. and look at my wooden walking stick, and just kind of nod his head. And then he's going to make it erupt into flame. Because mm-hmm. he wants to feel like one of the, one of the Fair guys. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But... It burns because he didn't think too too much ahead of it. Now it's just nothing, <laughs> so he doesn't have a staff anymore. Mm. Oh, that is love. It's okay. You you burnt your stick. It was old stick. You want me to help you find a new stick? No, I can find a stick. Okay, get a new stick, buddy. That, that was it. <laughs> All right. The next two days after that, go on um, around the campfire. Yeah. I'm uh, around. It's time to go to bed. I'm. I'm not gonna hide it, but I'm not gonna make a big deal. I'm just gonna pull out a a trashy gnomish romance novel that I pulled bottom blinged stone. Somebody would have. This bothers me now. You said they were about human size, but before that you said monsters. So like, is it a humanoid creature? Because she wouldn't have done that if it was It's okay. They were they were they were obviously monsters. I'm bothered they were now. Just, yeah, they had generic two, placeholder monsters. Yeah, mm. just uh, generic monsters that were okay. humanoid, as in they had two legs and two arms, but they had claws and they had filthy monster-looking snouts and. Like we didn't murder a civilization of peaceful fur people. <laughs> I don't think Terry would have done anything that would have put Prince Darendel off. Yeah, I, I think if you skin anything right now, Prince Darendel would be a bit perturbed. Perturbed. Oh, all right. He doesn't hate you. He's just, sure. he gets it. Well, if he's, if, he's, if, he's, if he's reading some literature, I'll go through the stuff that was thrown at me. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was there were a couple of cards. Oh. Yeah. Little, uh, I'll read them. Little, uh, with lipstick kisses. Little gnomish lipstick kisses. Look who's got a fan base. Uh, That's this, lovely. It, yeah, it is, it is pretty nice. I, I do like it. So, yeah, you're reading your trashy uh, gnome man's novel. Mm. Gnome man's. Right. <laughs> No man's. No oh man's. my god. 
called? It's called Show Me Know Me Love. <laughs> it's it's not the best written By novel ever, you've ever uh, <laughs> read in your life, but it's uh, it's actually quite engaging. If not short, it's it's almost like a Romeo and Juliet, but but a gnomish version of that. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, gnome packs. No, it's they a, did that. That was a. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't even want to say the name. No. Moving on. A, but it involved a uh, uh, were rat section of the gnomes. Oh, that's that's better. Yeah, yeah. trying to uh, you know this this guy who's a were rat gnome and he's trying to uh, hook up with this uh, lady gnome who's just a normal gnome. But, uh, you know, their parents don't like it because, you know, we're rats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the gist of the story. Nice. And she wants to become a were rat so she can live with him, but he doesn't want to give her the curse of the were rats. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So it's. You're about oh. halfway through. It's like DD Twilight. Oh. oh, yeah. It's trashy, too. She has a best friend. Mm hmm. Who's a guy? No? Uh huh. Yeah. He's super nice, but not as assertive as the were where at sure yeah so there's a bit of a love triangle going on mm. you know she's gonna go for the friend of the, of the lover you've no. described just described like half of english literature there we go and victor is reading it mm-hmm. that's what i'm gonna be doing for the nights until i finish the book but so we proceed onwards upwards through the hell yeah we're still in tunnels um i'm gonna alternate flying with uh my grappling hook my wrist-mounted grappling hook, and I'm gonna swing around like Spider-Man, because I can. Cause you get Nancy. Yeah, you know. All these caves. Um, the tunnels every so often break out into a tall tunnel cave, or there will be a uh, there will be a point in which the uh, it can be really tall. Uh, you have really tall ceilings at some points, and sometimes it goes way in narrow. Mm-hmm. But when it does open up, yeah, I'm a totally can bound. There's one uh, section and. Uh, this is where we'll start uh, this little bit here. Um, a few days after after that, uh, yeah, Matilda, there's actually a Zirkwood forest you guys are in at this point. This okay. underground forest. And so there's a, there's still now. a trail that's uh, that's going in a particular direction, but on all right. sides of you are these giant Zirkwood trees, like dark trees. Okay. And there's giant mushroom caps, and there are, some of them are glowing and some of them are not. Victor, you notice everything before anybody else does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, you notice the a pebble is thrown at Matilda. And it hits her right in the side of the head. It's Ow. not hard. What the hell? <laughs> you too. And you hear it from the trees. And you see, bounding from one tree to another, is a cave baby. That's it. No. No. And another no. pebble goes out and hits Matilda on the other side of the head. What? Slam my Cut staff into the ground I gave you because guys a thunderclap just resonating through the cave and just shout, No! No more! No more of these hideous alien cave babies! We are so close and I never want to see these things again. Come on, I gave you fish last time. Do I have any fish? I don't have any fish. Damn um, it. What uh, I got? There were a bunch of different voices muttering, mm-hmm. but they ran as soon as the thunder clap. Uh, and there's just now kind of one shaking in the trees that Victor can see. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she's shaking in like paralyzed fear. Like, soup! Soup, you can have the soup. I'm going to get my, my bowl of Mama Glitterstone's tomato soup. Mm-hmm. And like set it down at the base of the tree for the little. As you guys start. Cave baby to eat. 
Mm -hmm. Um, it takes out a larger looking pebble, and it looks mm -hmm. like it has some kind of note attached to it. Okay. And it goes, Would you stop throwing rocks at me? <laughs> it Can hits you kind one? of on the chest. Oh. And uh, it's not hard or anything. Okay. But the. Uh, but there is a note on there. All right. And it's another one of those notes only you can see. Oh, good. What does this one say? It has, um, on the top, it says, Official Graven Hollow Card. Underneath that, it says, Matilda Beckett, in really, really nice letterings. On the back, it says, uh, on the back is like a, it's written on there. Um, Welcome to the library, dash V. Signed V, basically, like dash V. Oh, and, it, and, it, and it goes this down, it gets, it gets the, uh, the soup, uh -huh. and it goes, and it, and it goes off into the. This is my library card. Oh my god, I thought I was not gonna be able to get a library card until I got to Missport. I still don't know exactly where to go to get to the library, but this is my card. Well, the asses may very well be in Mistport, so. Yeah. I don't know why they would be in Mistport, but we're going to find out. Oh. And then Thank you, just... little alien cave baby. <laughs> that was the last. It goes. Thank you. I was half expecting for the boss cave baby to come out. What? I got a library a... card. <laughs> Yeah, you saw it. It was a horrible monster. I have a long and uncomfortable history with these creatures. I gathered that much, but I've never seen anything like that. I well, hope you never do again, because they are... But they brought me a library card. Yeah, why would he do that? I, or it? You know, because... Uh, clearly it was stuff. under the thrall of whatever contacts she, yeah, yeah. she made during her travel, doing her strange, uh, private, secret, illicit businesses. <laughs> but that's uh, irrelevant to our situation. Card. Congratulations. I'm ever so happy for you. Thank you. Terry, yeah. you did catch one glimpse of this uh, K-Baby as it strolled down the tree to get the uh, Mama Glitterstone soup. It has a giant eyeball and a like a willowy body with uh, long, like, like gangly arms and legs. And it just kind of and has a little, little mouth. And it's just gross. I mean, if they weren't, like, super creepy, they'd be kind of cute. That's a bit of a loincloth covering whatever they... Also, they, they just, for the record, they desperately want to eat you. Or fish. Or tomato soup. They're just hungry. But it doesn't have a preference, is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I hope it enjoyed Mama Glitterstone's soup. Yeah. Not entirely sure those creatures are capable of such a thing as joy, but that's fine. Oh, Victor. You have not seen what they can do to a man. It is horrific. Alien cave baby. Just a little man-eating alien cave baby. It is not... Mm. You know what? That's fine. We're almost out. We are almost out. There is sunlight, but days away. From a town down from the dirty south with dirty mouths making dirty sounds. Born from biscuits and gravy, we only roll with pride and savory. 
Up to this point, everything was a sound check. Strap yourself in for hydrogen and hot tech. Fuck that high consciousness and getting higher. The cantrips we spit are destructive fire. Burn, baby, burn, baby, words got you hot. The molten lava turns you hot to rock. Strut, baby, strut, baby, hop in the whip. The night is young, the crew's coming with. We roll crits with grits with Jenny and Chris. Adam Hills, Moretta, the Moretta gets the hits. Stivers feeling ya, ill prepared, but prepared to make ill of ya. Snarky and charming, you know the romantic type. Like sarcasm and cheesecake by candlelight. Let's move on like the exes in my life. I ain't bitter, I ain't bitter, or maybe I am. North by Northwest got our back. Running stories at max stats. I want more Canadian plants in the game. They said, stop a shut up, it ain't in the plans. Little Red Dot drove the van to Gen Con for the parties to slam. Venture mains kicked the door down. Gave me buttons, then ain't the town. Nerd immersion was driving the stream. Evil grants behind a DM screen. Taking initiative, rolled really high. Drank all the booze, partied all night. Then brought swords, came to play. Dropped the mic and found another stage. DJ Ghost is a gothy stallion, captain of the dead sexy battalion. Ohio Yeti, keep feeding the critiques. I'll feed you love with my creepy, creepy tweets. David Powers has superpowers, letting his kids storm dark wizard towers. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have. You know, I really didn't plan a um, an ending to the song, so we'll just stop it. <laughs>